Hey, I'm MJ. And I'm Bree. Welcome to Keeping It Casual. A sex-positive dating and relationship advice podcast. Yes, I'm married with two kids. But I'm navigating this crazy dating world. We're just here to share our drama. And the wild stories of our listeners. Your Vegas girls are here for you. Let's do it. Let's do it. Good evening. Let's uh, do a little pre-show cheers. Let's cheers. Um, we are drinking out of Vegas Golden Knights cups. We are drinking a menage a trois soft red blend. That's uh, right. Almost a year ago to the day, actually, we were supposed to be drinking a bottle of wine with a good friend of ours. Yes, for her birthday. She just came back in town and... She was supposed to be on the podcast. Yeah, she she just she just went through some big things and she'd always been somebody that had loved to just inspire and just mm-hmm. always put on the face like she was just never wanted to bring anybody down. You know, she was nope. the best time. I mean... She was like the best fun, the, <laughs> one of the most fun I've ever had was was with her and stuff. So, yeah. actually, if you listen to our episode to Brittany, um, we didn't really get into it much because yeah. at the time we couldn't. It was new. The wounds were raw, real, and uh, we didn't even really know what had happened. We just knew that she took her life. We lost her, and it happened to be yeah. on her. She did it the day before her birthday, her, her 39th birthday. 39th, that's what it was. And she was just coming back to Vegas to visit and had a job interview. And, you know, because she, she had, had recently... Toured Europe. Yep, she had recently lost a job very publicly. But you know what? She was staying really positive and we were talking and and that's kind of you know when we came back we said hey we're not here to put anything on blast we just want to chat with you because we love your energy and your spirit and wanted you to be here yeah so you know we we lost her and was super heavy (laughs) yeah it was it was really hard it was (sighs) she uh she it was it was crazy because she had lost her job and her relationship and you know mj had just lost her job i had just lost my relationship Mm -hmm. and she was gonna come on and be like girls i just got back from europe i was writing a book i was doing all this like she was coming on to be like you're in the dark right now but this is where you're gonna be and then she she took her life so Bree and i were talking about what we wanted to do this week and we were reminded what was happening a year ago and we Mm -hmm. wanted to remember her and we just wanted to open up a conversation about mental um, health yeah mental health and just just being really vulnerable and honest with you guys because no matter what kind of silly show we put on for you weekly and stuff you know we go through some deep stuff we go through some hard stuff and we like to keep it light but we think it's time to really check in and just be honest about some things that have triggered us and Mm -hmm. maybe have and maybe we want to give you a chance to check in with yourself maybe somebody you know that maybe putting on a happy face they might need you to squeeze them a little tighter and sometimes you're like oh maybe I could have I could have called or I could have rushed over there a second she got here I could have done this or that and you never know yeah you never know when somebody (laughs) you never know um but what's important to know is that Everybody who loved her and everybody loved this girl, man. Everybody loved Brittany. It's so hard for us to heal. Like, even if you think it's the answer, like, people are here here still, you know, just still wishing there was something they can do. So it's just time to check in with yourself and uh, maybe with a friend and, and see how you're doing. So we wanted, to, we wanted to start that off today. Yeah. Bree and I were just talking this week and we had a, we talk all the time. We talk yes. every day. And one night we didn't talk. And the next day we caught up. I was like, I'm sorry. I was just kind of, 
I don't know. I was just kind of going through something. I don't know what it was. I was just feeling mopey. I was feeling down. Mm -hmm. I was just feeling like I couldn't talk to anybody. (laughs) And what did you say? I said, oh, I had a panic attack last night. So yeah, same thing. (laughs) I was like, what is going on with us? And it's crazy that we didn't reach out to each other. No. um, Well, my panic attacks, like I, I don't like to drive anybody, draw anybody into them. And um, last year was very anxiety-ridden for me. Um, I mean, I've dealt with this my m- most of my adult life. It's crazy because, like, a lot of the times I would, when I was younger, I didn't realize I was having anxiety attacks. Yeah. I just thought I was a little wound up. But, like, I didn't realize what it was till I turned probably about 27. Really? 26, 27. Yeah, I, I um... <sighs> Good Lord. Trigger warning. This whole episode is a huge trigger warning, everybody. So um, when I was about 26, 27, I had a really bad miscarriage. And um, I've been there. My boyfriend and I had broke up. I was going through a miscarriage. I had no support from him. It was a really early on miscarriage, but it was still really bad and really daunting to my body. And I had no support. Yeah. So I got spiraling depressed. And um, I I definitely (sighs) teetered on the uh brink of self-conclusion which is my very fancy way of trying to say that like I tr- I tried to take my own life <laughs> um and uh failed <laughs> failed at it thank god um I don't mean to laugh I just this is how I nervously get through this conversation um it's okay and uh that's when I started really getting deep into therapy I realized that like a lot of the anxiety I was feeling, it wasn't just like a little odd, like a little odd beats thing. My therapist like, you know, really walked me through it and was like, you know, this is, this is a disorder. This depression is also a chemical imbalance in your brain. She's like, you're not weird. It's actually very common, mm-hmm. but mental health isn't something that people talk a lot about. It's something that I don't talk a lot about. No. And it's also something that's scary to talk about when you have a job or a career too, because mm-hmm. you don't want them to think you're unfit or unstable, unstable. to hold your job. And yep. it's a very touchy subject to, to talk around. So, it, so it was is. that the first time you had went to like therapy after mm-hmm. that? Cause you were like, I need, I need to talk I to somebody something. right now. Yeah. I knew I was at probably the lowest point in my life. And, um, yeah, that was the first time I went to therapy. I got on mood stabilizers. I was good for a while. Um, and then I got off the mood stabilizers when I started feeling a lot better. I'm back on them now. I don't drug shame people. I'm sorry. Don't med shame people. Some of us need it. <laughs> Will I need them for the rest of my life? I don't know. But right now I definitely do. Uh, last year was a rough one for me. A lot of things that I had never really dealt with that I just kind of like swept under a rug and masked over. All these things kind of came to light. And uh, yeah, 30, 31, 32 years old had to start a... Uh, diving deep into the uh psyche of my mind and dealing with it and um you know coming out of the relationship I went in you know I we joke about him being a man child and this and that but it was a very very toxic relationship and there was a lot of uh a lot of emotional abuse that went I went through and even afterwards when we would I mean I don't talk about this but we would we would get into these fights with each other months and months after we were broken up just like he would shame me for finding out I did something and shame me for doing it and these type of things like kind of came into play with this emotional abuse and that uh, made me spiral a lot like one time he found out that I had like hooked up with somebody and he was not happy about it (laughs) like he 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 yelled at me it's absolutely none of his 
no place of his to even be worried about. But some people are a little crazy, <laughs> uh, a little crazier than you are. Um, but yeah, so I went through a lot of fucking emotional abuse last year too. So I that's what kind of led me back into therapy and to uh, get back on medication. I think heartache is one of the scariest things that people can go through that makes you feel so hopeless and so lost and so broken, especially when you you are in love with somebody that doesn't doesn't want to be there for you anymore that is one of the hardest things and that probably takes more that's probably taking more lives than you'll ever know you know I think I think it's just so hard to get through and we've all I think we've all gone through heartache and just trying to like manage and deal with those feelings and people telling you oh time and people trying to be there for you and it's just you're almost inconsolable because you have to just go through it you have to go through the motions when I was there in my dark moment um it wasn't even thinking it out. It was just a very impulsive, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. Because I don't want to wake up tomorrow. That's pretty much how I felt. I've I've, I've felt pretty destitute having some I've never I've never really struggled with depression mm-hmm. you know I've, I've never taken medication for it but I did start to feel um, my first like panic attack and even like depression you know after I had kids which is very odd and I yeah. think it's just I think it could kick in for some women after they give birth and I always thought like postpartum, postpartum. depression was like you don't love your child you know, it just in extreme cases, you don't want to touch them. You don't want to be around them. You don't love them. Oh, yeah, because so. you hear about those women that, like, go through postpartum and they kill their babies. Oh so that's God. where you can, like, get in your head. Yeah, and, and you don't. And the same thing with depression and panic attacks. They come in so many different flavors and colors. And and you don't. Yours may be so different that you're not recognizing that you are going through something. But yeah. I went through yeah. huge uh postpartum depression I had a miscarriage between Vivian and Logan Mm. um I got that's that's bad especially because you have the one kid and you're trying for the other kid yeah and and you know I got pregnant and and I lost it and it wasn't as far along as like many pregnancies have been and I just had to always try to like be optimistic about it and what the way I did it was just ignoring everything I wasn't letting myself feel anything I was like mm-hmm. it could have been worse it could, you know I always try to like it could I, you shut up shut up you don't have any reason to be sad you know you could you know just really putting a lot of blame and I don't think Chris yeah. was as connected as I was because it was growing inside me and that yeah. probably happens a lot with females because yeah. you your partner doesn't feel as much as you do because you're not carrying it I mean they could but you know there wasn't much and so I just remember kind of really having a moment where I didn't realize I didn't realize I was diving into everything I was trying to like start this new certification on the side and I was trying to like build websites and you know I, I dive in so crazy and I drive myself a little crazy and in that term I'm driving everybody else crazy so I didn't realize it till I looked back on it and I could see like I dyed my hair pink. I mean, like, I could... <laughs> you know a girl's going through some shit when she changes her hair up. Yep. Um, yep. But you know what? That's 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 interesting, because when I went through my miscarriage, I, I remember thinking to myself, too, um, other women have had it worse, so why do yeah. I feel so bad? And, and I, it's, it's okay to give yourself, like... It's okay to feel bad, and it's it's yeah, okay to it's okay to feel bad, and you know I you don't said, have to compare. After my last relationship, I was talking to one of my best friends about some of the emotional abuse I had went through, and then I just kind of went, Phew. but it could have been worse. And she said, "Abuse is abuse." Yeah, and th- this is the thing I think we as women say, "Well, somebody else had it worse, so yeah. I shouldn't feel so bad about it because somebody else had it worse." 
And sometimes it can help you yeah. pull you out of a funk when all yeah. you can see is how terrible your life is. I mean, that's yeah. that. But it's also OK to acknowledge your situation and how yeah. terrible it is. And, and you don't have to always compare. Mm-hmm. You know, you can just be like, this yeah. was my this is something I went through and this is how I have to deal with it. And I'm okay to feel like it's the worst feeling in the fucking world, or I feel like the worst person in the world. It's okay yeah. to feel. I, I, um, I think we as women too, I think miscarriages are much more common, but none of us talk about them. I was surprised how many people opened up to me that had had them once, and went once on to had kids, went yeah. on to have more kids too. Once you, once, once you, they have, them. once you go through it, you like don't want to talk about it and then once you talk to somebody else yeah you're, they're like oh i've had one too it's it's very very common it's thing. extremely common and it's extremely devastating no matter how yep. long it went and the situations could go I rem- insanely bad but i remember part of the thing that got me so low after my miscarriage is like the guy and i had broken up i found out i was pregnant then i started miscarrying and i said i lost this baby because i didn't want this baby yeah and I blamed myself mm-hmm. so much. I've heard that before from other people. Just talking about yeah. things with people. And you yeah. feel like, oh, you can't wish it away. You can't stress yourself away. You know, no. you can't it just, do it that. W- like, um, now that, you know, I'm 32, God, I'm, you know, five, <laughs> you know, like doing the math. I'm like, how many years out of this? Yeah. You know, I can look back on it and be like, actually, that was just you know divine god the universe whatever you believe in whatever you want to believe in don't believe in anything you don't believe in anything but that was to me the universe's way of saying i did not bring need to bring that soul into yeah. a family yeah and there's always you yeah. know there's always a reason for timing and and you yep. just sometimes you're going through some shit and you can't imagine moving past it or why and then you look back and you're like it's just the way things had to be yep and and everything heals with time and and acceptance but going through things where you can kind of pinpoint okay that's what happened but what about those times when you just don't know what the fuck why you're in a funk or why you're just feeling a certain way because i i just know like like for me postpartum postpartum happened big time after i had logan i remember i watched you had a panic attack once and you were like i don't know what's wrong with me and i said i think you're having a panic attack yeah yeah we had one i was sitting in the studio and i was like this is so bizarre like i felt like i was gonna black out and i was breathing heavy and it's new and it's also like what is bringing this on so sometimes nothing triggers it though that's the one thing that like when I had my panic attack this week, like I, I was very open about it and people were like, well, what triggered it? And I was like, I don't think anything triggered it. Sometimes you just get so overwhelmed with life that your body just reacts. A lot of little things can, yeah. can add up. And that's kind of what happened to you. Like you yeah. had, a, you had a really bad day. You were already in kind of a funk. The kids were yeah. being kids. It, and it was just, it was just a lot. And I had to stop myself and realize like, okay, you need to just kind of you know, you just need to sit down and figure out your shit. What is first thing coming to your mind that's bugging you? You know, what is what is really going on? And quit ignoring things. And for me, I've noticed the more as the more as I've getting to know myself. And since I had a panic attack, since I've gone through depression, for mm-hmm. me, it's things that kick me out of my routine. You know, like getting hurt. I throw my fucking back the last week. Like, oh yeah, because I'm old. I don't know. She <laughs> sneezed and threw yeah, her back. Right. Like I don't even know what happened. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm I'm hurt. Or like sometimes you get sick, you know, and like you you can't go work out. That's kind of where I get my mental clarity, and you know, so stuff like that can really get me down. And and the other night when we were talking, I didn't know. 
I was just so frustrated and so overwhelmed and sad feeling and this and, and that and all the things just piled mm-hmm. up on me. I think Chris and I got in a big fight too. You mm-hmm. know, it was just everything. And I had a moment to where I said, I can see, you know, you don't understand why anybody would take their own life or do anything. But I said, this feeling at this moment is is a clear feeling of why people just say, fuck it. Because they don't see any way out. I, I was like, I can see mm-hmm. why people can do that. I mm-hmm. would never do that because I know all the people. It would be it would be maybe putting myself out of my misery, but all the people that I would leave behind, it would be the worst thing I could ever do that to them, and I would never do that to them. I would uh, become a ghost and find your ghost ass and kill you again. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, like it's all the people you left behind that are still going to be in more pain than you ever were. And you know, when I get to my lowest points, it's weird because we all have those people. I mean, I don't know if we all do, but I, I, I think of certain things. Like I think of my father, for example. Like when I get to my lowest points, it's like if I did something to myself, that man would never smile again. And he's like one of my best friends in the world. Oh my God, I'm crying over this. (laughs) No, we we knew this. We knew this was going to be a hard one to talk about, but we just, we wanted to be open about. And that's like, that's nothing against you or, you know, any of my other best friends. That's just something that like my father is somebody who just has always kept me going. Because like my dad had a fucking rough upbringing and that man, he just he inspires me because he had like he had a shitty life and I don't need to get into it but he definitely had some shit happen to him and he managed to you know just come out of it he owns his own fucking business he you know he had a he had a cancer scare this year and he's still like out yeah. there like thank god yeah he's fine yes he's fine <laughs> we had a cancer scare but um you know he he's still out there like he works every day he does this thing like my dad is like he's he's my hero he's my superman <laughs> yeah and you and, and what if what, you know what if there's people that are like i don't think anybody would care there is going to be you are somebody's superman yes you are i don't care who you are somebody 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 lives for your light and i i will say one thing um one thing about Brittany is that like we became very fast friends you guys did you 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 fell in, you <laughs> fell in love with Brittany as quickly as you fell in love with chris oh my god like i, I she was like my new favorite friend because we fell hard for each other we had real talks yeah. we had real time you guys like, would go work out together you'd climb I, mountains together I, you would i didn't know her very long but i have missed her so much and just you know and people everybody i talked to mutual friends and stuff they're just they were just beside them themselves in grief with grief and just like yeah just um it still chokes me up and it's i've i've yeah. lost people before but it still surprises me how much it really um affected me because i think with with what it, happened it's just there was no expectations on that it was completely unexpected like yeah it really was. And it was so out of the blue. And we were expecting her that morning. And then you called me crying and I didn't understand. And I couldn't like you were crying and I was like, you were telling me something. And I went, what? I had just gotten home with cupcakes, bottle of wine. The wine card. we're drinking. I, pu- I pulled out her birthday card. I found it. Yes. And we got her flowers I for f- her, too. Yep. I found her birthday card this week. It said, sip, sip, hooray. <laughs> yes. I found it two days you know ago. What's crazy? I said, she I- found it. She called me and she said, I found the birthday card that 
we got for Brittany, and I said that means because we, we were like we've been we've been talking about like doing desk this desk drawer stuff. Like yeah, we had been scene. talking about doing this episode, and I said that's her telling us that we need to fucking do it this week and, then yeah. and get it over with because we keep talking about doing yeah. it and then avoiding it. Yeah, and and the, and the it was like bitches do it. Yeah, the the people you we really wanted to introduce you to her. Um, if you want to just admire the beautiful person and the, her words and stuff, she wrote the most beautiful poetry yep. and deep fried thoughts. Yeah, um, but she's at Brittany Kaysen yeah. on Instagram. Just she, admire her, her, the her gorgeous. Still up. I yeah. love her words. She had she spoke so well. She was very deep. Yeah, and um, Brie and I aren't perfect. You know, we go through shit too. Sometimes, sometimes it's unexpected, but. I also want to talk about what do you do when you're spiraling? Like, what do you do? What What is the best? What What can you do when you have a panic attack? I What do you do? I what, have to feel my to way do? through it. I have to is just... Is it different every time? It's different every time. I have to ride the emotional wave. That's the only way I can get through it. Because I think this is what brought on anxiety. I had a um really, really bad ex when I was 19 who... um That's all we need to say instead of dealing with what I went through with him, I just kind of swept it under the rug and never dealt with it. And then later in life, it kind of all fucking hell within the past few years, all of it kind of came to light that there's this issue I had never dealt with that, uh, guess what? Now I'm dealing with it guys. Um, I realized that sweeping my problems under the rug is not good as much as I want to try to, um, be perfect and fun and laughing and just be that strong person for everybody sometimes I've kind of ride my emotional waves too so that's the one thing I've realized with panic attacks is I, I gotta ride through them and when I'm depressed I've gotta ride through the emotional wave I've gotta get through it and uh so far I've, <laughs> I've been pretty good at <laughs> writing them and coming out do you feel like you need to talk to somebody or do you feel oh, like I'm you have therapy. to breathe no I mean yeah. at that moment when yes, it's happening yes that's I have when a, people can feel um, very I have a tendency to try and breathe through it sometimes I will call people and try to cry through it sometimes I might need somebody to talk to um I told her I said I wish you would have called me I was like I was going through my own weird shit too <laughs> and i um but other times i can't talk to people in that moment because i'm not i i don't even make sense to me yeah so i don't want to talk to somebody else i need to figure out i need to get into more rational brain and not in panic brain that's i i when we talk the next day because i was literally having this we literally had a very crazy week emotionally and um i said i wonder why we always we're so good at like turning our weaknesses into strengths when we talk through things like we're like boom well let's take this and let's Mm -hmm. use that to be stronger and we know how to do that and i i think exactly what you said like i didn't feel rational i didn't understand why i was Mm -hmm. feeling that way i just felt so crazy chris was sleeping i have you i have a couple other people i would have called like i couldn't even call my mom i couldn't you know but i was like i'm not gonna call anybody i don't even understand what's wrong and you know what i did is i ended up making chris's lunch and i usually leave him a little like uh, like a little good like morning, good handsome. morning sexy don't forget your lunch I yeah. love you and after that I just kept writing and it just started pouring out of me whatever was on my mind and whatever was frustrating me mm-hmm. and I was crying and I was writing it down and I realized I realized how beneficial that was to me like that's what I needed writing. I needed to write it down and it I didn't even know I was going to write it down yeah but I feel like 
if you can write something and you don't have anybody to talk to and you just grab that paper and just write the first word that comes out of your head and it's crazy how healing it is and it were it's just something weird that works for me oh writing has and always been happened. one of my one of my go-tos um it doesn't have to make any sense it's mm-mm. just like write down what you're feeling what your frustrations are what that's yeah. that is something that helped pull me out and i just remember feeling such a relief after just getting that on paper and sorry he had to read that but you know what though <laughs> sometimes writing need to be um, communicated Sometimes writing really brings up some really great things, though. Like, I can honestly say with my with my writing, like, I it really, really helps me. I'm trying to pull up something that I've written <laughs> just to, you know, yeah, just to go through it. Um, let me go through. Let me see. Um, so keep talking because I'm 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 phone looking right now. You know, I've, I, I haven't dealt with much depression or anxiety and I, I just, when it, when it hits me, you know, it's, it's kind of a new thing and I'm still trying to figure out how to get through it. But for me, when there's nobody around, I need to write things out and write out my feelings. Just watching TV wasn't doing it, just ig- ignoring, you know, I, I hurt myself, I hurt my stupid back so I couldn't like go do yoga or stretch or anything. So I just had to write. Holy you know? shit. <laughs> Yeah. No, um, I found it? something I wrote on January 28th, 2015. Wow. Oh, wow. Five years ago. I, wrote, I Almost I, to the day. Yeah. I wrote this randomly in my writing. This Not randomly. I wrote this in my writing class. I, I This is so far in my notes. I don't even know how I found this. Mm. Holy shit. I'm still a little creeped out right now. Let's hear it. Being overwhelmed. Wow. Yes. So the prompt was, write about what happens when you feel overwhelmed. Being overwhelmed to me falls into different categories. Now, 2015, I was in a very, very dark time, guys. So, number one, the daylight. I fear when the night meets the day. I will have night after night of sleeplessness. And then in the morning, I'll have to face the light, face the real world. I hate when the night meets the daytime. When I'm in one of my states, it's overwhelming to me. To have to function as an adult and an actual human being when I've stayed up all night tossing and turning with my anxiety-ridden brain. I get overwhelmed by the thoughts in my head, the ones that take over and tell me I'm not good enough. And I'll never be good enough. The ones that told me I don't love myself enough to ever be loved by anybody. The thoughts that tell me how broken I am. The thoughts that bring out all the insecurities I've ever had. The thoughts that bring out all the bad things ever said to me, they overwhelm me and consume me. Number three, sometimes I get overwhelmed just trying to get out of bed on my days off. Sometimes it's hard for me to even move. I just want to lay in my room and be alone with myself. Keep my blackout curtains closed so I don't have to know the difference between the day and midnight. Because getting out of bed is hard. Because trying to be a functional human is hard. Because trying to be me is overwhelming. Holy fuck. <laughs> that was some real shit right there. <laughs> January 28th, 2015. That's how I felt, guys. Wow. Fuck. Why it did I almost, find that? It was five years ago. That's crazy that you would find something that touches on exactly what we're talking about. That was just the universe throwing that out there for us. Yeah, it was. We just really wanted to take a pause right now. <laughs> we wanted to remember a great friend that did something so terrible and so scary 
and so insane that the wound will never heal. And it's still so dark. We've all gotten those places. We might have thought about doing something like that. And we just want to remind you that... Don't. <laughs> oh, my God. Just don't do it. The people you leave behind are, are never going to heal. Yeah. And they're going to miss you forever. No matter what you're going through, there's a way to get through. Maybe you've gotten in trouble. Maybe you've lost somebody you can't live without. Maybe you feel like you've lost a job. Maybe you've, maybe you've hurt yourself and your life has changed forever. Whatever it is, you're going to find a new way to cope through life. And you're going to find a new life. And there's going to be a new way of living. And just trust. I mean, I have an addict parent. and My mom was an addict. And, you know, if you're deep in addiction, there's a way out. I promise you. I, I've seen it firsthand. It's rough, but it's there. Um, but if you are so, if you are feeling so dark, please, I know how hard it is to reach out. But even if you just want to talk to a stranger, fucking slide into my DMs, write an email. I don't give a fuck. Like, we, will both, we will both offer that to you. Yeah. I'm at MJ Radio Diva on <laughs> I'm Instagram. I'm Come on, guys. And I mean, seriously, if you just want somebody to chat with and or just, just please. you know, just say, I just, I just need a hand right now. Whatever you got to say, yeah. you know, just if you want somebody to talk to, like, we would love to be here for you. Get us now before we get insanely popular. <laughs> it's already sold out. <laughs> Sorry, we had to throw one in there. No, but um, you know, I'm I I will always I'll always make time for somebody who really needs it, a stranger or not, because I think there's so much value in just somebody listening. Yeah. And sometimes when you talk out things, you understand yourself more. For me, it's when I write things, I can write it and get it out. And I'm like, oh, that's what was bothering me. And that's why Brie and I sit down every yeah. week and we do this. And yeah. that's why we love doing it, because we're able to talk about things that we don't really we don't even really fully understand until the end of the episode. And then we realize, like, we, that's we, why we joke about it often. But, you know, a lot of the dark shit I've been through, and a lot of the dark shit you go through. We have to say it in a funny way, and it's not because we're putting on a show for you guys or whatever. It's just because, like, that's the way our fucked up brains have to yeah. have to process. And it. you know what? We really challenge each other to turn our weaknesses into strengths. Like, we really, really try to do that because we can try to find the silver lining in everything, and we want to do that with you. You know, like you said, your friend that was helping you talk through the panic attack. He made some jokes and just kind of made you feel a little. You know, there's there's ways. There's people out there I that are just who called to... me in the middle of my panic attack <laughs> who just <laughs> wasn't expecting what he got out of me but oh man did he handle it so well yeah just be just be thankful that there there are people there if there's nobody there write something down there's chat lines there's there's like pe places I'll put you can the, go uh, the number for the suicide hotline in the uh, in the notes, guys. Yeah. Just call the suicide hotline. Like I said, just slide in, just like slide into our DM. Send us an email. Like I just get it out there somehow. If you need to just, oh God, whatever you, know, you need. If you're if you're ever just doubting yourself, I doubt myself constantly as a mom, as a wife. Boundaries. If I'm doing shit right, like. It's, that's the thing. That's the thing that, that's the thing that because uh, I always like I'm like I'm doing everything wrong. I, I I tell this to my therapist all the time, and she's like, "You're doing things right for you in that moment." Yeah, yeah. One of the things that my therapist is trying to make me do, and I, I've made a new friend with somebody who uh, he's on board with this too. Not not the friend that I was talking. We were just talking about with the panic attack. Um, <laughs> the guy I hooked up with, I made friends with his roommate. 
Okay. <laughs> the guy I hooked up with. I made friends with his roommate. I don't know. Um, <laughs> um, but he's he. every time he would give me a compliment, I would say, like, a really bad thing about myself. And he was just oh. like, damn it, woman. Just take the fucking compliment. Yes. And so I was talking to my therapist about it. And she goes, well... I think it's time for you to start trying to look through the eyes of the people that love you and see yourself that way. And I looked at my therapist, so I said, man, if I could do that, I wouldn't be paying you once a week. Oh, God, right? <laughs> but I think that's something that maybe this is a self-love challenge I'm dropping to all you keepers and you too. Mm -hmm. I want you to try to see yourself through the eyes of the people that love you. And really hear the things that they're saying to you. Yeah. Like really hear them. Like my, my, um, the guy I hooked up with his roommate said to me, like he made me cry in Ulta because he said the sweetest fucking thing to me. Cause he was just like, we were talking about self-esteem and I was like, yeah, sometimes I was like, my self-esteem's not the greatest. And he was like, I don't understand why. He said, you're gorgeous, you're smart, you're funny, you're driven. He goes, and not necessarily in those orders, in that order, but you have all these qualities. And I was just like, fuck, this yeah. isn't even a guy who has a crush on me. This is just a guy who is my Respects friend. you. Respects me, yeah. Well, I thought you already knew all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talk, you know. <laughs> but... You know that's that's how I see you too. You and fake that you fake that bad bitch mentality, but you're not really one. <laughs> a lot of us gotta really fake it till we make it. It's you know? true. We're never sure if we're doing the right things in life. Nobody gave anybody a book on their life. Nope. So maybe you're going through something with a family member, maybe a friend, maybe you're a parent that's just living with crippling mom guilt, dad guilt. Like it's a thing. Like it's okay. You know, like just shake it off and just know you're gonna do better. I always look at the next day. I don't give a fuck. About about New Year's resolutions every I day I try to wake up and be better sometimes I need to for me like that's just my thing I have to write it out like I will if I got too many things when I'm overwhelmed I have to write down a plan for the next day like here's some things I want to do you know just here's some little things to like get me closer to my goal so before we go I made a little I made a little I like doing a little rapid fires so yeah. this one's kind of a self-love and just kind of a reminder to check in I want you as you're listening I want you to kind of think about this for yourself too so it's called a first step rapid fire good okay you ready Bree? yes I'm ready and then we're gonna say goodbye because we just wanted to check in really quick and we I gotta pee <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to check in we wanted to say we love you so much Brittany Kaysen and we love you keepers and we love all of you and we're here for you okay yes first step when I notice myself withdrawing from friends and family and things I usually love what is my first step book a therapy appointment that's 100% yeah what about okay. you okay um work out acknowledge it mm -hmm. and probably write down a plan for tomorrow right down. that's a good one to do something that I really love yeah to do something that's going to make me feel accomplished and mm -hmm. smart and strong and like remind myself that I am in control I of guess, my life I guess probably first I cry it out and then I book a therapy appointment yeah <laughs> crying as I'm writing yeah. I'm crying as I'm like yeah. please get me in immediately I need two sessions yeah. this week there, there it is it's all of a sudden taking yeah. control of your life yeah do a little something to take back some control. Yeah. All right. When I'm feeling hopeless and lost and I don't have anyone to talk to, what is my first step? Writing. Yeah. That's where I go write. That's where I uh, write it all out. What if some people maybe, um, we've talked a lot about art, like writing. What about an outlet? Like maybe you draw. Yeah. Maybe you're maybe an artist. Whatever your artistic outlook is. If you're a comedian, write a joke. If you're a 
you know, if you're a singer, sing a song. If you're, you, you don't, you don't even have to write a song. Sing your favorite fucking song. Yeah, loudly. Yes. Even if you're not a singer, go in the shower. I always tell my friends when they Ooh. say they're feeling down. Yeah. I say take a shower and cry it out. Steamy shower. Yeah. Steamy shower. Take a shower cry, and it out. cry it out. Do the do the healing masks. Yeah. Do the face mask. Do you don't even all have that. Just it. turn the water on as yeah. hot as you can tolerate it. And I, this is this is another thing I do when I'm super depressed. I'll turn the water on as hot as I can tolerate it. I'll sit on the bottom of the fucking tub and I'll cry it out. Mm -hmm. Go organize your closet. L pull everything if out you of can, your closet. If you can organize your closet <laughs> deep in the depths of depression, you are my fucking hero. I will. I because will. I am the opposite. If my room is a disgusting pigsty, that means I have gone very dark in my life. That's what I would like. No, I have to. Con I, my thing is like I have to gain control, control over anything, like making plans or like. That's why you're a dom. <laughs> I would like pull every single thing out of my fucking closet and be like, I need to feel amazing tomorrow. I want to wake up and have new outfits. So I'm going to put all my favorite shit back in first and get rid of the rest. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good one. No, I like it. Oh. When you're depressed, you want to come clean my closet out? <laughs> I will. I'm like Monica from Friends. I show up. I'm like, I heard your closet is crazy. I need to come clean. <laughs> the closet is crazy right now. Okay. All right, guys. One last thing, okay? We want you all to know that we love you and we're here for you. We want to make you laugh yes. and smile and keep you going every week, okay? Yes. What is one little thing I can do for myself tomorrow? First step. Oh. Actually, I put today, but... I feel like it's late, so I'm saying tomorrow. Tomorrow. Make a plan for tomorrow. Giving yourself hope for tomorrow. What is one little thing you can do for yourself tomorrow? I'm getting my lashes done tomorrow. Does yes. that count? Fuck yeah. Jealous. <laughs> so jealous. <laughs> by my favorite Chanel. Ah! This episode is sponsored by Get Lashed by Jan. Yes. Follow her on Instagram. She will drive to you if you're in Vegas. <laughs> If you're not in Vegas, she'll fly to you. Just hook up the flight. <laughs> Janelle's like, fuck you both. <laughs> yeah, so you're doing something to be pretty. One little mm -hmm. thing I can do for myself to, uh, tomorrow, I'm going to throw a kick-ass birthday party. Yeah, you for are. The little diva. Yeah, you are. You're going to throw a You know what I did when I fell out of control this week? I cut two inches off my hair and cut myself bangs. Bangs. There it is, you guys. Not always suggested to cuss bangs when you're feeling out of control. Don't do it. <laughs> but I did it. She looks gorgeous. And She's, I look good. With you're them. a total Bardell right now. <laughs> um, yeah. Cut your hair. Do something new. Take back control of your life. Do one little thing that gives you control. Power and control. That's a Marina and the Diamond song. Um, I, I, I don't like, have anything else line. to say. I think I don't either. I think that's it. I really do have to pee. Okay. Well, we just wanted to, we just wanted to step on and, and say we love you and we're here for you always. Please yes. uh, slide in anytime. You just want to chat. Yes. We'll get back to you and we're here for you. We and love you. We love you. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Oh, good times. We hope you related. If so, let us feature you. Email us at feedback at keepingitcasualpodcast.com or show you're a keeper on Facebook. Like the Keeping It Casual page and join the group. Yes, bonus. If you rate and review on Apple Podcasts, you get into our monthly Keeping It Casual swag giveaway. It's the last Wednesday of every month. More hookups when you share us on your Instagram stories mm -hmm. at Keeping It Casual Podcast. That's right. Find me anywhere socially at MJ Radio Diva. And I'm everywhere at Bremixed B-R-E-E-M-I-X-E-D Keep it casual Bye Bye